Ready in חמש, ארבע, שלוש, שתיים. היי ברוז, אולטימט דודס, ליסן, יור מאמי איז פיינלי רטרנינג טור מאדר לנד אוף קנדה וואר אי וואז בורן, אי וויל בי דואינג ווינפג אנד טרונו, אנד דוז טיקטס וויל בי און סל ביי טיים דס קאמס, קריסטינה פי אונליין דוט קאם, סו גט יור טיקטס נאו, אי וויל פילינג טרונו איז גונה גו ריילי פאסט, אי וויז דון ווינפג? פרסט וויל, אי שוקט, אול דיס טיים אי נו יו דיטן נו יו פרום קנדה. יאה. Can you believe it? I was born in Canada. I'm out. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, the Canadians, <laughs> you never hear anybody be like, fucking hate Canadians. Right, They're the right. worst. Be, I like to be the original <laughs> with anything. So I'll be the first person. Why do you hate them? I, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I just do. <laughs> They have ketchup flavored chips, which are so good. Do you like those? I stop eating chips. I'm past chip eating age. Yeah, well, so... You so know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So I can't be fucking with them, but that sounds good. Yeah. You know what? I'm back in Canada. <laughs> I'll fuck with you again. You fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, with me is Ian Edwards, if you don't know who he is. He's so fucking funny, and, and I'm telling you, bro, once you go, once you... You're going to move to Austin. You're going to be with us again, because I haven't seen you in years since the pandy. I know. I mean, first of all, I've always... thought about moving to Austin before the pandemic, you know, like, I but know. I never act on my actions. <laughs> which is, so, now, so now I'm going to have to pay to move to Austin. Right. Like, right. as opposed to just, if I just did what I thought about like years ago. Like a decade ago. ago. Yeah, a decade ago when I started coming to like South by Southwest and Moon Tower. Yeah. Like, this is, I like the vibe of this place. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of cheap right now. I get in. You could have got a house like on the lake for like a million maybe back Damn. then. And now. How much is a house on the lake now? Nothing. It's nothing. It's just like. <laughs> That sounds be... like you got a house on the lake right now. <laughs> you can get a ranch. <laughs> a ranch. You know, you know what's so funny is that. So my husband is like, he's into these ranch vibes now. He's, cause he, you know, he visited. Da- was his name Dan- beautiful Daniel Ricardo? The is that his name? The the, the Formula One racer. Yes, yeah. he came on YMH and he lives mm-hmm. in Perth and he has a ranch in Perth. So my husband visited him and he sent me videos of him on mm-hmm. fucking four wheelers and horses and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think we should get a ranch, babe. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So I checked out a friend's ranch. Uh-huh. I I couldn't leave fast enough. Yeah, no, you couldn't leave fast. Enough. I. I didn't, it's, it's dirty. Did you know that animals well, live on ranches and they're fucking filthy? Animals live on ranches. And they, and you're just watching like horses and cows take shits and it's just nasty, you know? And, and it smells and there's oh, flies. I, yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't know if he really knows what he's asking for. Did you, did you, so you went to a different ranch or the one that he went to? Different. So he's, yeah, he's on like the Formula One driver's ranch. Yeah, I'm maybe, just at a guy here in Texas. Yeah. You know? Maybe it's the style of ranch. <laughs> You know, because you could go to a house and be like, this is a nice Spanish house. I want a Spanish house. <laughs> and then go to a, another Spanish house and be like, Spanish houses are crap. You yeah. Know? So, so That's I true. Guess, yeah. I need to re, re look into this. Now, would you live in a ranch? I don't see you nah, doing ranch vibes. Nah. I mean, I'd go visit one. I'd pay money to stay on one for like 
three days <laughs> for the novelty and yeah. the romance. The romance. You know, but I don't know if I'm a, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I like being near a city and yeah. walking and seeing people. Sure. And that's why I like Austin. Like you can see, see, like I, if I lived in Austin, I wouldn't even go anywhere. I know. Like I'd be within walking distance of downtown. Then you should definitely come and live in downtown. There's a lot of great buildings, mm-hmm. especially if you're a single dude. Right. You just, you know, single guy vibes. Rob Eiler lives mm-hmm. in a dope ass, mm-hmm. you know, one of those buildings. And that'd be great life for you. You can just like walk around, pick up chicks, fucking yeah. drink beer. Yeah. You can go watch drink your, beer. <laughs> drink beer, watch your your soccer match. Because you're, you know, you've got like these Euro vibes. I do? Yeah. you Because well, you're right. from Jamaica, no? Like originally? Yeah. I'm from, uh, born in England. We're going to find out. Shit that we didn't know about each other, even though oh, we've known each I other for a minute. I know. I've known you for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know your basics. Yeah. We, we don't know each other. We <laughs> skipped the basics. <laughs> went straight to like comedy, you know? Yeah. But born in England, raised where? in where Jamaica, in, England? in London, Shepherd's oh, Bush. Shepherd's Bush. Yeah, yeah. That's where that rhyme is. Makes yeah. me want to jiggle, jiggle. You know, Shepherd's Bush. Oh, that's Any, in it. Anyway, I, where is Shepherd's Bush? Where? It's it's in London. I heard it's fancy now. Okay. So when I tell people that's where I grew up, they're like, ooh. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> now, your parents were originally from London? No, nah, they're Jamaican. Okay. So they moved there. Uh-huh. They were like, we're going to stay here. No, we're not. Right. And then they left. They went back to Jamaica. Uh-huh. And what part of Jamaica are you from? Like uh, Old Harbor and Spanish Town and the the, the parish of St. Catherine. It mm-hmm. sounds so exotic. No. I mean, it is, you know. It doesn't it just is. sound it. It is, you know what I'm saying? I got to sell it like that. <laughs> 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 Will you Google pictures of these mm-hmm. places? Because I've been to the um, tourist Jamaica, mm-hmm. like Negril. Um, what's the, the bay? Montego Bay. Montego Bay, beautiful. Yeah. But like, you know. Yeah, Google it. You know what's funny? I, I have never Googled St. <laughs> Catherine. Let's see. Because you don't Harvard. know a place when you're just in the hotel and... And this is where you spent your childhood? Yeah, but these are, these are like the the fancy parts. Like sometimes we go on trips to like Ocho Rios or Duns River Falls. Yes, I've or been Montego to Ocho Rios. Bay, You know what I mean? But that's not like where we lived, lived. But you know, it's funny. I went back for a funeral because that's mostly what I go back to Jamaica for. <laughs> To bury people. It's so depressing. That's what middle age is all about. Yeah, yeah. It's like... When people you, die. Yeah, people... Somebody has to die for <laughs> to get a visit. <laughs> well, shit is far. Yeah. That's not an easy flight. Yeah, it's not an easy flight. And I went to, like, Marley Mount. That's the height, the, the elementary school that I went to. And my cousin is living in this house that is, like... It's kind of a mansion, but only one room is complete. <laughs> And he lives in that one complete room. <laughs> so he, he lives in these ruins that has one room <laughs> that's completely done. That's fancy as fuck. That's and amazing. It's been being built for like 10 years. Yeah. Because in Jamaica, you start some shit yeah. and then it takes time for you to get the rest of the money. But, sure. But then, but the plans are lofty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, I've seen houses being built and I'm like, Talking about two bedrooms houses being yeah. built for like forty years in Jamaica, <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and you, you'd be like, "Was there a fire? Are you just new to the like, Was there a fire? No, it's, it's, they just Jamaica. Sta- they started. It's, t- it's only ten years in. They started. They, they got to finish it. Is that because I imagine it's hard to get supplies? Like, don't you have to? 
getting nah. wood like lumber and parts because you guys are it's an island it's not right. like you know you have to import everything i, I think imagine. people run out of money oh, <laughs> <laughs> or somebody who was building ran off with the money or people just run out of money it's amazing yeah what a culture yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, <it> just happened. <laughs> so what was it like growing up there uh in jamaica it was kind of funny because you know you me born in England, it's like a, a, a first world country versus a, a third world country. Mm. So now we're in a country with no plumbing at the time. Fuck. Like my where we lived, we had outside bathrooms and everything. Wow. Yeah. So, and we had like a decent amount of land. So if you're you're like a young kid and you just watched a horror movie. <laughs> and then you need to use the bathroom at night. You have to leave the house. No. <laughs> and oh, there's this no. distance yeah. to this outhouse oh, at God. night. And you're like, I'll just hold this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just all there was like a, a chimney, which What's is like that? a piss pot. Thank you. That's what I was trying to tell. Mm -hmm. I was talking about this a few episodes ago where I was like, I wouldn't walk to the outhouse or was it on your mom's house where I was like, I would never walk to the outhouse in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. My grandma just, she's from, they're from Hungary, my right. relatives. Oh, and, okay. So we yeah. have like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. Like, let's, let's, yeah. yeah. Like you just do crazy Eastern European shit. Mm -hmm. She would have a piss pot mm -hmm. next to her bed and, but she would come visit us like in LA and she would still bring her fucking piss pot. She would bring it? Yeah, dog. And I'm like, why are you peeing in the pot dude like the bathroom's right there <laughs> like she would bring her like eastern blocky ways and she didn't like Hilarious. air conditioning so <laughs> in the summertime she would wear a bathing suit and she would get it wet and then just sit in a wet bathing suit because she's like it makes me cool i feel cool now and you're like that is so nasty yeah that's it yeah 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 we used to have those under the bed like yep. the the porcelain ones Ooh, it was fancy pissing it and then <laughs> slide that shit back under the bed and empty that shit in the morning <laughs> <laughs> would you ever make brown in them you it's like a tour bus the, the, it's tour bus rules with the chip with the chimney sure you know what i'm saying you you know you sure. can't shit on the tour bus <laughs> yeah. it's just for number one sure it's the same rules like sure. you're not gonna do that when people in the house at night you know what i mean <laughs> so tour bus rules with the piss pot <laughs> tour bus rules um did you eat goat goat stew yeah yeah yeah, Jamaicans, I remember a lot of goat stew. Mm -hmm. And so so you lived on like land. So you you got to roam around and kind of mm -hmm. live like a, I imagine, you have siblings? Yeah, I got siblings. And I had cousins. We had two houses in the same, on the same piece of land. One was my grandfather's house, and that was called Upper Yard. Mm. And then we had Downer Yard, which is right where my grandfather's daughter slash my father's sister lived. So we, my cousins were there. And then you just climb this fence for the backyard. And there's these mountains. And we just go explore the mountains. That's like a playground and shit. Wow. So we just go be climbing and just be... Anything could have happened to us up there. Anything. Anything. Just dead. Yeah, fall into a ravine yeah. or whatever. Like, <laughs> Snakes. Now that I live in America and L.A., that's it's what we did was called hiking. Right. <laughs> no idea. Right. Did, did not even know that word existed. <laughs> it, was, it was hiking slash camping. We yeah. just like went out there. It's wild. Yeah. That's such an it sounds very idyllic actually. And no, it was super. It was just mad fun. Yeah. You know, like I never like like wanted any toys or anything. It was like 
let's go climb this shit and see what's up here. Yeah. And try to get higher each time. And then like your mind goes back in the past because you're going to school and you're getting these history lessons about the country. And you're wondering like, did slaves hide up here? Did like, you know, just all these things go through your mind and shit like that while you're doing it. Yeah. That was fun. It was fun. And what was your mother like? Uh, she, she's mad cool. She's still alive. And, uh, but she, there was a point where she had to come to America. Mm-hmm. Like once they were like, you know, they moved us from England. They moved us to Jamaica. And then she's like, let me go to America and see what that's like ahead. She walked point mm-hmm. and then started like got a job and got s- situated and then got our green cards and then wow. did all that work. Like she's a soldier, man. It like straight like soldier. And then like, then got us like, to to new york and shit jesus christ yeah, so, so she was gone for like let me see for maybe four or five of the years that i was there what yeah yeah so your mother goes to the u.s she she lands where in new york city in new york yeah jesus Queens. christ uh-huh. and what kind of work does she do she was uh, a nanny wow you know dc benny no he's he's a dc comic but he came up in new york a lot and he has this joke about uh like a lot of these rich new york white families have these jamaican nannies and it's mm-hmm. gonna backfire <laughs> 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 and he's, he's like the mom is trying to get the kid their white kid to eat eat <laughs> while when the nanny's gone and the nanny's like and the kid is like me don't want your blood clot food. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to tell your dad when he comes home. Well, tell him, tell him blood clot. <laughs> like the kid grows up with a Jamaican, the white kid, Jamaican accent. And yeah. it's one of my, that's one of my favorite that's jokes so of funny. all times. And it's DC Ben is hilarious. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That, I do like, it's called, is it a patois? That's the patois, word? Patois. Yeah. I love that too. I would when I was in Jamaica, mm-hmm. I did a TV show there once. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And my favorite thing was just listening to mm-hmm. the like the people who worked on this property chat. Mm-hmm. And just overhearing like their digger. Oh, I, I went to the store and I did that. And you're like, ah, that's like, there's something like so warm and comforting about mm-hmm. that. I don't know. Hearing could you them. could you make out like? <laughs> 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 no. That's why I partially I was listening. I was like, I got to figure this out. They're speaking English, but not. You know, so that should be like a yeah. a game show here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know how they, You know, is it? Is it? Which one do you have to guess the letters? Oh Wheel yeah, of like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah they, they should be like, <laughs> it should be like patois. patois, and like have like white people or just American people, <laughs> like finish this sentence. Like, oh, <laughs> what were they saying? That would be so funny. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, we got to do that on YMH. Yeah. Write that down. Yeah. That's Write actually that down. we yeah, do a segment. A I'll come here and I hope you run that show <laughs> whenever I'm in town. When I move yeah, here, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, because we do a segment called Master of Accents where mm-hmm. Tom tries, we both, but Hilarious. it started with where we try to figure out, it's usually drunk Irish people because mm-hmm. it's like a double whammy because mm-hmm. they're drunk. So their oh, brains already scramble and they're like, and like, you can't, you know, like, I'm, I know this is English, but this is not mm-hmm. sensible. It's just bananas. Hilarious. Um, what was I going to say to you? So a she, lot of just, uh, yeah. a lot of Jamaican patois is from Irish, is Irish. No. Because Irish people 
were there too. So a lot of it, like the way Jamaican people talk, if you listen, it's kind of similar to mm. non-drunk Irish, Irish and <laughs> drunk Irish. <laughs> so the the Irish came to Jamaica? Yeah, like, the, you know, with the English and shit. Yeah, so it's like colonizing. a mixture. Yeah, colonizers. Yeah. Mm. Son of a bitch. Son of a motherfucker. Son of a bitch. I know, right? Mm -hmm. That's wild. How did you learn about that stuff growing up? Uh, you just learn it in school. Because, like, it's a part of the island's history. So, you know, you, when you grow up here, you, like, you learn American history. Like, when I was growing up in England, we learned, like, English history in school. Mm. So I went to school in England. So when I went to Jamaica, you learned Caribbean history, which is also connected to English history. And then when you come to America, I learned, like, American history. Mm. So I got, like, three separate sets of schoolings and shit in there. That is wild. Yeah, and what yeah. was the primary difference? What did you notice? It's just it, the difference is, like... They're all connected, mm. you know, because America and England's connected. America and England and Jamaica's connected. And, you know, in England's connected. You go into deep into English history and, like, where English people are from and how the, the world... That, so it just gives you a better perspective of yes, all of them. The world yeah. dynamics the world, yeah, of how yeah. we're all interconnected. Yeah. That's so interesting, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty bananas. It is fucking bananas. Mm -hmm. And and Americans, I think because geographically we're so separate from from the rest of the world and it's not the rest mm -hmm. of the world, but just from Europe and you know, you forget that we're from the English. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh yeah. I mean, you see it when you travel to the East Coast and you're like, this looks like Europe. Yeah, and yeah. You're like, oh yeah, that's cuz we're Europeans. We we started off that way. Mm -hmm. Fucking weird. Um yeah, speaking of Jamaican nannies, I, I, so there was a time where we lived, uh, we rented a house mm -hmm. in this fancy part of Los Angeles, and Kim and Kanye lived in this development with us, oh, and shit. we weren't friends or anything, but yeah. our kids would play on the same playgrounds, and so Saint, yeah, it was Hilarious. Saint, is the same age as Ellis, and that was actually Ellis's first like plays, play date friend, not play oh, date, shit. but they would meet at the park, and that right. was his first friend was Saint. Mm -hmm. And they had a Jamaican nanny. And oh, they did? Yeah, because the nanny was, it was never Kim or Kanye at the park, obviously. Right. It was like an armed guard and then like the Jamaican nanny. Mm -hmm. And I loved, like I would listen to her and, but she was so fucking strict with Saint. She'd be like, Sainty, eat your baby mom, mom, eat your baby mom, which is like a cracker. Uh -huh. And he's like six months old. He can't even like do uh -huh. it. And she's uh -huh. like, come on, sit up straight. Like she was so mean to him. <laughs> but apparently Kanye only wanted Jamaican nannies. That was like his mandate. Yeah, Jamaican parents are strict. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, and then uh, they, you know, uh, I think it is actually good for white kids to have, <laughs> to have a Jamaican. It's it's imperative. It's, it's imperative because it, 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 like, it, <laughs> it, it, like they, I feel like white kids get away. This is stereotypical, but but it's true. Like white kids get away with so much with their parents. Yeah. Like, definitely, like, you need somebody. To let you know, nah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So definitely. Yeah. So your mother ventured on her own to New York City alone, right? She goes alone, or she takes somebody with her. She went alone, but Jesus. my my father's brother was there, and so she she moved in with them, and then started working, then got her own job, then got her own place, and then like saved up money, like Jesus. so that we could come out there, like on a Goddamn nanny. Goddamn. Uh, yeah, like, and in New York. And in New York, yeah. Even wow. though I think New York is was expensive back then, but it's still, it's, to now it's just bananas. Bananas. But, but yeah. What a woman. So mm -hmm. she really yeah. wanted you 
to have opportunity. Was that the, the yeah. thought? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I guess I think England is, is very hard, isn't it, to make a living for yourself if you're not from there generationally? Like, I, I don't know how people live in London. It's so expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. It's like, always been. It, there's a, I, I have English friends, and their issue with England is that there's a ceiling. Like, yeah. you can achieve a certain amount, but there's a ceiling. That's why they love America, because they feel like there's no ceiling. Yeah. And you can go from zero to billionaire, like a, a yeah. regular person. that You can't do that in England. But then Jamaica had less opportunities. It's like less people can make it mm. there than like like here. So it's just like, let's go where there's the more opportunity, you know? Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I know. And I think about it now because my parents fled Hungary in 1969. Yeah, yeah. Fled. They were mm-hmm. 18 years old, 17. 18? They got married. Shit. And then my dad and my mom were like, fuck this. The Russians took over... Central and Eastern Europe mm-hmm. annexed it. The communists, right? Communism is what the woke want now. <laughs> 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 Fucking retards. Mm-hmm. But uh, so they annexed all. They, they destroyed the country, and there was mm-hmm. no hope. You can't advance yourself. So right. they escaped through Yugoslavia. They got put in a camp in Italy for two years, and then the Catholic Church sponsored what, a, them. What a refugee camp. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, and then they got sponsored to come to Canada by the Catholic Church, and that's where I was born. Mm-hmm. And then finally, in 1980 or yeah, and maybe I was like three, four, we came to the U.S., like mm. finally. And you're like, dude, you did all that? Just to, to get to America? That's yeah. so bananas, man. It's so bananas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you're, like I'm so grateful that they did all that. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd just be in Budapest right now with like 10 kids yeah. and God knows what. That's crazy. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even do that for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's crazy. Like I have like, uh, like Vietnamese friends or... Or I know, like, I know this two people that they're, they're Hmong, you know, so they're from that part mm-hmm. of Asia. And, like, what their parents did to, and when you talk to, like, Persian people, yeah. and then they hear about what their parents did to, to, like, the deserts and shit that they, you know, it's like, we have to pay this man, and he took us on a, it, Yes. And it's like, it's so crazy. It just to come here. Yeah. I know, and it still kills me when people poo-poo America. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, yeah. go go try it out somewhere else. Yeah. Go see how you like it. Yeah. Go fucking go live in Iran, dipshit. See yeah. how you like that. <laughs> Anywhere else. Yeah. So so she works hard, and then she brings you over. And how old are you when you land in New York City now? I think I'm like 17. Wow. Like 16, 17, yeah. And you've already had two lifetimes, one in England, one in Jamaica. Uh-huh. So you're like kind of, you're, I assume, pretty savvy. Like you've, you know, like you're not just some hayseed who shows up in New York. Yeah. We, we like, but we're still kind of like, and, and we've seen like shows about America and all that shit. And like most of the TV program we watch is American. Yeah. But now you're in the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're in that high school that you saw on TV. Yeah. You're in, you're like. Like you're 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 a part of all the shit that you've seen in the movies, like you're in the movie. So wild, right? You're, you're an extra in this shit. Yeah. Did a trip was it, was that intimidating for you? It's like, like you 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 have no choice. It just is what it is. Yeah. So you just got to get living. You know what I mean? Get living. So where did you live when you moved to to Judor Titties? So then uh, she uh, so what did you say? New York Titties. It's called Judor Titties. <laughs> Judor Titties. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, you know how many shirts we've sold that say Jew Dork Titties? Jew Dork Titties. Yeah, it's YMH. We, we rename all the major cities. Oh, good, good. So, yeah, it's Jew Dork Titties. Jew Dork Titties. I just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure. I didn't want to skip that. That's, that's my... <laughs> you got like it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So, I was... We lived in the Long Island part of Jew Dork Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Long Island. Long so you live in Long Island. Uh-huh. Fucking wild. And mm. do you remember, like, did you go to high school or were you already done with high school? No, nah, I went to high school. Yeah. My older brother didn't go to high school and my older sister didn't go to high school, but me and my younger sister went to Uniondale High School. And uh, it was, it was like good and I don't want to say bad. It wasn't bad, but it's just like, when you got to figure shit out, yeah. you know, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know what the word is for not knowing how to figure shit out, <laughs> you know what I mean? And having right. to figure shit out, yeah, you know what I mean? But we had a lot of fun yeah, on that, top of that. Well, that's okay then. So yeah. did people, when you landed, were you seen as like the cool Jamaican kids or were you like... No, nah, you you a motherfucker off the banana boat. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, I flew here. <laughs> So people, would they make fun of you for your accents? Because I imagine yeah, you, you yeah, must yeah. have been pretty strong when yeah. you came. But then there were Jamaican kids in the school. Oh, okay. So we just, now I'm in the, now I'm automatically in the Jamaican gang. <laughs> <laughs> Prison rules. <laughs> That's right. You had to click up. Only click, click up. up. Click up. So you found your, you found your click. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. so the, but but did you like those kids? Were they cool with you? Yeah, yeah, because I had shit in common with them. It was just yeah. you just walk in, they're like happy to get more num- reinforcements. Yeah, yeah, and you're happy to like have a bunch of shit in common with people, <laughs> and they get you, and they they have to accept you. Your application, <laughs> <laughs> the application form is is iry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people really say iry. Yeah, yeah. See, I always thought that was a stupid tourist. Commercial, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, gosh, I don't want to say Irie, who mm-hmm. really says it. You really do fucking say that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> My whole life, I'm like, nobody says Irie. That's just terrible. Um, okay, what about past the duchy? Past the duchy? I think it's Coochie is original, right? <laughs> Past the Coochie. Past the, the, the Spliff, they call them. Yeah, yeah, the duchy, yeah. Remember that song by From Musical, Musical Youth? Youth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you were, were you in America when that song came out? I think I was in, it's tough to tell. You have to look up the air, but I, I might have been in Jamaica. Uh, no, I might have been in America. Were you super proud of them? You yeah, know, I like them. Musical I like Musical Youth. Youth. Yeah, 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 like yeah, they yeah. crushed. Past yeah. the Dutchie on the left-hand side. Do you plus, like how I sing it? Was, <laughs> you do it way better than them. <laughs> I don't know. Were they faking? <laughs> were they fake? Brit- uh, fake Jamaican? Nah, I think they like have Jamaican descent. Their parents, I think they were yeah. British, like Jamaicans. Yeah, they were fuck the uh, musical youth, mm. and that video, oh man, it was so cool. Like they were in a courtroom, and they mm. were on trial for I don't know being cool, and oh, then they were like, Pass the dodgy on the left hand side. There, yeah, there they are. They were kids, dude. Yeah, they were kids playing instruments. It was wild. Uh, That's you. That was you, dude, in in Judor Titties in, in Long Judy Island. Judor Titties in Long Past Island. Past the on the left hand yeah, side. Yeah, everything's Irie. So you mm-hmm. land, mm-hmm. and what struck you about Judor Titties? Like, do you remember what your first thing? Yeah, I, I remember having on, like, my uh, what what in Jamaica would be considered like dress up winter clothes, <laughs> and stepping out the airport. <laughs> 
and then stepping back in like oh, this I need to put on all my clothes. This is fucking freezing. Like what is yeah. this? Like I lit the wind just like take that oh. shit off, nigga. Put on something warm. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, give me." Like they had to pull me out the airport. It's fucking freezing. Coming from a tropical ass place. Yeah. It was fucking freezing, man. I imagine yeah. you probably have you seen snow before? Yeah, from England, but I don't remember England being as cold as like or maybe because no. I just grew up in it, it didn't, and then I'd been away from it. Yeah, but that 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 was harsh. I think New York City gets colder than London. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, because I don't know. Does London have a proper snowfall? Like I feel like it kind of like flurries, yeah. but I don't remember ever it. Like, yeah, I've never heard like London being shut down yeah. <laughs> because of snow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like no, no, it gets cold and shitty. Like it's gray and depressing mm-hmm. most of the time, but. God, what a different climate. So you land in New York and you're like, fuck this. This Mm -hmm. is cold. And do you remember like smells and sounds and like. I remember the cold the most. (laughs) And I like. So I didn't like that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I was like, this is some bullshit. I agree. This is some bullshit. Bullshit. Like I, I, I was like, shit. You know what? I shouldn't have complained about that outhouse. Like, it's not that bad. I can walk to it. It's warm. I was like, shit, that the nerve of me. Now I'm getting paid back. But yeah, I, that it was, it was the cold. And then, like, I made a big adjustment before when I went from England to Jamaica. So I'd kind of been programmed to, like, it's adjustment time again. Mm, and how old were you, sorry, when you, when you left London to go to Jamaica? Nine. Oh, so that's like, that kind of sucks because you've got your friends yeah. in London, you've got mm-hmm. your, you've got the lay of the land, and then mm-hmm. they're like, nope, we're going to this crazy island, this uh-huh. island life, which is very different than mm-hmm. London. Yeah. God damn. And now, but now you're back to the city. Mm-hmm. So that must have felt somewhat familiar because you weren't like just an island kid, you know? Yeah, I was looking forward to it, but at the same time, you lose like all the shit that you just established, like your yeah. friends the routine and all that. But then again, I've done it before. So, yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day and they was talking about, or maybe I went to a wedding and these people, the the groom knew these people from his childhood. Like, I remember moving from England to Jamaica and being pen pals with my two best friends in England. And we wrote two letters and then it was over. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it was back in the day with pen pals. You're like, hmm. Yeah, I, was like, I can't keep this. Yeah. I, I got to go climb this mountain. <laughs> Fuck these motherfuckers. And, and, and then <laughs> same thing with Jamaica. We wrote two letters yeah. back and forth because yeah. we didn't have email. Sure. And, and then I was like, ah. <laughs> yes. Fuck this. Yeah. And fuck a <laughs> yeah, phone call. Yeah. You know how expensive it was to make yeah. phone calls I back didn't, then? We didn't have no phone. You didn't call to the old country. Yeah. Yeah. That shit cost a fortune. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. So now you're in, you're in Judark Titties, you're in high school, you're kicking it with the Jamaicans. Jamaicans and making friends with some, we, we call the black Americans Yankees. Uh-huh. So, you know, you know in between non-beefs with the Yankees, <laughs> you know, we're like kicking it with them. And there was like a sprinkling of like white people. Sure. In the they got thing. it, like cool white people. Yeah. Now, did the Yankees accept Jamaican blacks? Yeah, but then we, we had beef. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What's the beef like? It just you you're from somewhere else. Yeah, you're not like American. Yeah, you're not like American. You know, because yeah. 
like people of the same color and and race can make beef and from the same place can make beef with each other. So you know anybody with a little difference, you can make I know. beef with them. It's so funny because I always think about like in New York, they're like, those Italians are coming. Like people didn't like <laughs> Italians. Like, what are you talking about? I know, they're white like yeah, you. What like, the what, what, they're from a, a, a Europe like you. Why are you making yeah. this big separation? Yeah, not only that, their food is great. Yeah. Like they're delicious. They're uh-huh. culturally pretty cool. Like what's the deal? Mm-hmm. I know. So funny. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah, there's always a hierarchy. There's always beef. And Eastern mm-hmm. Europeans are the same way. Yeah. Like Hungarians are very proud to be Hungarian. And uh-huh. you're like, we're better than the Romanians. Or uh-huh. we're better than the checks you know and the russians are just the worst like Uh there's always the list of people so some a few white people now did you date did you have a girlfriend i had a girlfriend but i got her from work you got her from work yeah not from the high school like i was working at burger king sweet dude you (laughs) did that's the one thing i never did was fast food Uh, i did starbucks i did waitressing what Starbucks is Starbucks is the yeah. equivalent of like yeah. fast food. It is, like yeah. Now. Yeah. So did you what 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 was your function at Burger King? First, as I make putting the the basic is like just get the patties out of the the <laughs> the, the uh the freezer right here and put them on the grill. That's it. And then they go through and then the people do I think you go I think you do both. You put them on the grill, they roll through and you keep putting them on the grill and you time how much you put on mm-hmm. and then you go on the other side and you just take the patties and put them in between a bun mm-hmm. and then put the bun in this thing. <laughs> and then the person <laughs> on the, you know, it's like a it's conveyor belt system. Yeah. So then the person on that side who's like making, there's the burger side and there's the fish sandwich side and Ugh. the chicken sandwich side and the fry side. So the person on the burger side Ugh. like looks at the orders and then they'll dip into the thing that you put the mm-hmm. the bun and the patties in and take them out and like, all right, this is a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. You know, it's two pickles, lettuce, tomatoes, whatever, whatever, and then put them on the chute for the person picking up the order who either took the order or is going to hand it to the cashier for the cashier to... What a smart, mechanized way... Mm-hmm. That was pretty revolutionary. Actually. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I now that I say it, yeah, it sounds like, oh, shit, they had this shit planned out. They did have that. Yeah. Well, the Mac- I don't know if you've seen the McDonald's movie, uh, but the, the mm-hmm. guy, they invented this this automation, the whatever the word yeah. is. Yeah, to yeah. like a system. One guy does this, the other guy does that. It's mm-hmm. assembly line right. functioning for food, which is fascinating. And is it that moment that you're like, fuck this, I'm going to be a comedian? Like, is that when you started to be like, ugh, no, but you know, so it's funny that you said that. Like, so I'm behind the grill. I'm I'm like the newest person there. And I'm just putting the patties on, catching them on the other side, putting them <laughs> in the thing. And I, like, uh, there's this dude, his name is Greg Ellis. He's on the, he's doing, making chicken sandwiches, fries, and fish sandwiches on this side. That's a lot. He also controls the radio because the radio's on that side. So whoever's on that side controls the radio. Unless you on this side making burgers and you have seniority and then in between you making burgers, <laughs> you go over to the fish side and like change the radio or whatever. You know what change. Saying? Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. The yeah. tunes are very and over, important. And override. Yeah. <clears throat> you, you know. Yeah. There's, that's dominance. It's dominance. Whoever controls the tunes. Yeah. 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 It's like controlling the phones or the, the TV in prison. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's basically. <laughs> uh, right. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? You better, you better yeah. hope you have the same taste <laughs> as the person in prison who controls the TVs. <laughs> oh, or else you, you're going to be a Jeopardy fan, <laughs> whether you want to be or not. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's a good thing. How old were you when you working at Burger King? I think I started like, uh, like at 17 or 18. Right. When like, you came to, came. to New York. And mm-hmm. um, so that's your first, is that your first job ever? First job ever. Oh my yeah. gosh. How humbling and how like... Did you just come home smelling of beef every night? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember at Starbucks, like I would come home and just smell like rotten milk and coffee. Damn. Like the grinds are just in your hair and in your, you know, your skin just yeah. smell like grinds and stuff. But uh-huh. but it's those jobs that you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is the future. I better figure something out because mm-hmm. this this is terrible. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy that's in charge of the radio. Like that can't be my ceiling. You know what I mean? Like, y- you know? It's funny. Uh but when I was there, so this is what led to comedy. It is it's definitely from Burger King. And it's, so Greg, the radio chicken fish guy, <laughs> he's funny as shit. Okay. He's funny Here as shit. Here we go. And, uh, is Greg Jamaican? Nah, he's American. He's a Yankee. He's a Yankee. He's a Yankee. He's a black guy or a white black. guy? Black. Okay. Yeah. Like oh, the the black Americans were Yankees. The That's the okay. irony okay. of like how Jamaican, <laughs> Jamaican, Yankee. But these, you know, Yankee would be like to yeah. to, to if you're from America. Yes, Yankees the, the is outsiders. like yeah, yeah. But from you know from a, yeah, yeah. But he's funny as shit. And I'm like back there for shift after shift. Like this motherfucker's funny, and like mm. this shift is going faster. Mm. And I'm like. Going back and forth talking, he's killing, he's killing on the chicken side. He's killing, he's killing the people at the register, like food is late. You know, like the people at the cash register in the front, like normally would want to be out there, but the fun is all back here. Wow. You know, and I'm like this. And I was like, oh shit, you gotta. And sometimes you have like weird moments that just occur to you when you're talking to yourself and you're like as a comic sometimes you'll say something funny but you don't know it's a joke and it takes another comic to say that's funny that's a joke because it's normal talk to you right but to somebody else they're like that's crazy right but you're crazy right yeah so everything is normal yeah 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 yeah. so so then my normal talk talks to me (laughs) like the the, there is nobody to say to me hey look what he's doing so i did it to me Mm. I stepped outside of me and said, look what he's doing. This motherfucker's funny. Mm. You need to tap. I said to myself, you need to tap into your funny side. You've forgotten it because mm. you're in this like place where like you just kind of got out of cut, cut, touch with yourself. Yeah. And this is something you've done in England and Jamaica. So this is what you need to do. Mm. So that's when I was like, just back there, I said, okay. So then I started like practicing being funny, Ian. You know, like that started to come back to me. And then I be, like, I became the second funniest person in Burger oh, King. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and was Greg threatened? No, nah, he was a homie. He was cool with you? Yeah, he was cool. Like, just, like, just, just bringing fun. Like, you guys are fucking fun. Just yeah. bringing fun and adding more fun to the fun. And then yeah. he could take 
an hour out of the shift off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, yeah. you know, so that was his feature. I love it. And so he was teaching you the ropes. Isn't that so true? And mm -hmm. I think that's something that you have to teach yourself is your mm -hmm. attitude. Yeah, yeah. And what you learn was the right attitude mm -hmm. is going to make shit work. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's really interesting. Yeah, because you can go into these types of jobs mm -hmm. and just grumble all day. Like, mm -hmm. me, everything sucks. I work at fucking Burger King. I'll never be a success mm -hmm. and da, da, da. Or you can be like, listen, I know I'm not going to work at Burger King forever. Mm -hmm. This shit's stupid. Let's have a good time. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like such a distinction because you've worked these. I've worked several right. day jobs. And, like, you see those fucks, man. Those people that are just in there. They don't rise above right. the situation. And humor is a great way to rise above. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's huge, actually. Yeah. And then perspective is everything. Like, I, like, I love the fact that you had, like, Eastern European parents. Yeah. Like, and, and then I look at you, like you're impressed with like what my mother did to get here and to work here. And I'm impressed with your parents, but like perspective is everything. They're looking at like a better thing, a better life. So it's probably like nothing to them, what they did to be in a refugee camp for two, compared to where they were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, like, they, they probably was like, Oh, this refugee camp, it's, it's they, way better yeah. than... Because at any point they in the refugee it. camp, they could have been like, fuck it, let's go back. Yeah. But they never thought... So true. You know, they like, nah, <laughs> this is better. And where we go after this is definitely going to be better than this. So it's yes. like perspective. So in the Burger King, I'm making minimum wage, but I didn't have a job in Jamaica. Right. So I I'm actually have a bank account now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I have American money, which is what every Jamaican person or anybody in the world wants is like American money. So no matter how little it was, it was fucking a bank account money and smelly clothes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. now now we're cracking jokes Aww. on top of that shit. So it's just like, we just like, it, it's like fun. It's just trying to figure it out. There's yeah. always that part and you're young and yes. you, you don't know where your place is in the world, but you do have these things because of perspective you know what I'm so saying so true and that's why white kids need a Jamaican <laughs> nanny <laughs> for perspective yes you need to suffer a yeah. little bit yeah. I think suffering when you're young mm -hmm. like you're gonna suffer no matter what right life will bring you suffering mm -hmm. usually it starts in middle age just by virtue of going through your parents dying or mm -hmm. just death yeah, and yeah. aging but if you're lucky I believe you get to suffer early like in right. childhood and then you're mm -hmm. like oh Oh shit, like look at these fucking pussy crybabies. They don't yeah, even yeah. know yet. I'm yeah. like, it kind of puts you ahead of the game. Yeah. Cause you're like, oh, this ain't shit. Like listening to my parents talk, you're like, mm -hmm. Starbucks ain't shit, bro. Like right. my parents were escaped communism. That's crazy. Fuck you. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, like go fuck you. It, it, it and I have their DNA in me mm -hmm. as you have in you. Right. You have that like fuck you DNA. I'm gonna yeah, go yeah. do it. Yeah. which is psychotic and it's crazy. And then uh -huh. to be like, I'm going to be a comedian in this country that uh -huh. I wasn't even born in. That's fucking bananas. Like, And you succeed. Hearing you say that makes it's it sound crazy. bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you succeed. Yeah. And then the thing you were saying Wild. about, damn, you Wild. said something yeah. about like struggling early. Yeah. You know how sometimes a kid is in school and they graduate early because they kind of, like have advanced like 
mathematical knowledge or they can code or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like like for you or for me, the the early struggle is a version of that. So that but it's it's a it's a an advancement in just life shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is like they don't teach you in school, but you're gonna need for most of the time you're on this fucking 100%. place. You know what I'm because saying? Because I think a hundred percent. And I think it's and I'm trying to think exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's that Regular shit doesn't phase me as much as it phases right. other people. Right. Oh my god, I have to pay taxes. Like, okay, mm-hmm. fucking shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. if you can throw money at it, it's not a problem. Right. In my mind. yeah, because money was the, yeah, money was my issue. Yeah. Growing up, so <laughs> as long as I can get some money, anything else is like yeah. Yeah. If I'm not dying of some illness yeah. or some shit, like it's not an issue. Yeah, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I also like. Uh, you see shit coming before it happens. My therapist calls it hypervigilance mm. where you're just like 20 steps ahead. Right. <laughs> Cause you're like, Oh, that's coming. I better get the fuck out <laughs> of the way, you know? And people that don't have early stuff in life, they're mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? What happened? Right. There's a pandemic coming. Like, dude, I saw COVID fucking coming, bro. Oh, word. I stocked that pantry. I already had steaks you had in all the, the freezer. Toilet paper. I had all the fucking toilet paper. I was like, bring it, dude. Yeah. Damn. Tom thinks I'm crazy, but I was like, who's crazy now? Right. right. Toilet paper, huh? Huh? You I like feel, your steak, Tom? That's hilarious. You eat that steak that. that I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. It's kind of good. Yeah. I feel like every doomsday prepper wants the world <laughs> to end. Yeah. Because yeah. they want to prove that they that, were right. Right, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. the people banging on their door said, <laughs> let me in. And now nah, motherfucker, you thought I was crazy. Stay out there. Yeah. Cause your your temperament is very even keel. I've known you for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've never seen you lose your cool. Right. Is that just your default setting? I think that's just my default setting. Like, I, I can't say I've never lost my cool, but for the most part, like, here's another weird thing at Burger King. Like, when it, <laughs> we had a, uh, it was almost like, you saw the movie War Games, mm-hmm. uh, Defcon 1, Defcon yep. 2, Defcon 3, or even when they had, like, what's the terror alert yeah. thing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we had a version of that at Burger King. So, like it's like so there's there's i forgot what we called it but there's one two three four five five is like dinner rush oh okay so the thing goes to five so that's when everybody's like "Ah, ah," you know on all stations yes so as the numbers go up i would stay calm yeah and they're like everybody's like so now i'm on i'm making the sandwiches Mm-hmm. And they need the sandwiches because customers are waiting. It's a fast food restaurant, so you're supposed to get the food fast. And people would be like, how come you're not panicking? Because all the orders mm-hmm. are due at the same time. I don't know. I, I, I didn't know I was supposed to panic. Mm-hmm. You just fucking focused in, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just making the shit. So, so that was good for that. Them letting me know I should be panicking actually fucked me up a little bit. Because yeah. then I would panic a little yeah, bit. Because I was like, because like, huh? uh, I'm new here, so I want to do what I'm supposed to and of act course. the way I'm supposed to act. But before that, that shit never occurred to me. Yeah, they yeah. that cult, they, then they're like, yeah, you should be this. You should be yeah. that. But you weren't. Yeah. You were inherently calm. So so you're you're working at Burger King. You're 17. You're in America. When mm. do you start doing stand-up? Uh, I started doing stand-up like early 20s. I stayed at Burger King way longer than I should have. Yeah. I actually did control the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like it was a good place for you. No, so it was, what, there's it, nothing wrong with it. No, that. there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't take it back. 
And uh, but as long as you don't stay the radio guy forever, that's right. what I mean. You, no, no, you, you, yeah, no, 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 and I, and, I, and, I, and I get it. But like, listen, I knew I was there too long. I was like, you got to get out of here. <laughs> like, what, what you? But I just got comfortable, and I went and I went to school, and I had. You know what it was? I had other jobs. Like I'd be like a security guard and shit while I was, and Jeez. and then still be able to do the Burger King job. And then I, I was like the night porter. So I didn't work on the thing. It paid more. So it was like above minimum wage and shit like that. So you just come in at night and clean everything up. So I was just doing that. God, you were hustling. Yeah. Like that, you know, you know, immigrant shit. Yeah. So then, uh, so I had even, so I was there, but I was still doing other jobs and shit. And then one day I was taking an order on the drive-thru and uh, somebody was like, uh, I was clowning. Like, you know, now I'm being funny, Ian. <laughs> and somebody came through to pick up their order. It was like, hey, man, was that you that took my order? I was like, yeah. He said, you're funny, man. You should try comedy. Stop. Dead up. And Stop. Then, and you know that voice that was told me, to pay attention to Greg and tap into my funny side. Yes. It was like, that's what you're going to do. Yep. And, and I, it said it, I felt it. And now we hear like, yeah. like there was no question in it. Wow. Yeah. And it's all about, yeah. Listening mm -hmm. to those men, those moments those of moments. intuition. Yes. When someone goes, you're funny, you should do that. And you're like, Oh God, that resonant, that you're right. I, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where, what do I do? Where do I go? What do I sign up? How do I sign up? Let's go. That's it. Yeah. Christina, I yeah. never thought of doing comedy before. Of ever, course. Ever. Of course. And this person did that, said that. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> per Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so did you go to stand up first or did you, where did you go first? Uh, I knew it was going to be stand up because that's what the person said and that's what resonated. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'd seen like some Eddie Murphy stuff and I started like, listening to like getting stand-up tapes and eddie murphy prior eddie murphy was cosby i memorized mm -hmm. delirious as memorized a little girl delirious. those mm -hmm. bits are so fucking funny yeah he was only like 21 or 23 when he recorded delirious he basically just started his stand-up journey that's how good he was i mean yeah brilliant yeah. the guy is fucking brilliant and Richard Pryor, obviously, mm -hmm. brilliant. That was a good generation, a good, yeah. good era. Mm -hmm. So you're studying these tapes. You're working at Burger King. Now, instead of playing music, are you playing stand-up? Nah, I'm, I'm keeping everything close to my vest. Like, yeah, smart. I'm not letting anybody know what's smart. up. I'm just like, and then the jokes that I'm telling people, if I get a reaction, mm. I'm making notes. I'm like, mm. keep that, keep that, keep that. I'm like building a set. I start going to Governor's Comedy Club mm -hmm. in, on Long Island. In Long Island, which is like a few, like maybe a mile from where I work, maybe probably less. And uh, and how serendipitous is that, by the way? Exactly, exactly. It's less than a mile from where I work, and I don't work at the Burger King in my town. I'm working in the Burger King that's close to the first place that's going to be my first home club. So. And like I just got chills. I yeah. got goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty bananas. It's amazing. And near where the guy at the Burger King where the guy says you should do comedy. And I, I know where the comedy club is already. So I'm like, I'm going there. You know what I'm saying? Amazing. And how was your first time doing stand up? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bombed my ass off. Yeah. Because uh, I 
been to some mics to watch. Yeah. You know, they had an open mic night. I know what night it is. I go, I watch and shit. And checking it out from the back. And I sign up for a day. And I did tell some friends. And they did come. But then I walked on stage and then the lights yeah. hit me. And I didn't oh, know. No. When you're watching, you could see everything. You don't know how bright the lights are. Mm. But the lights stunned me. And then I was like, that's why the cops shine the light on you when they pull you over. <gasps> because you you can't see and it freezes you. That's so, I didn't put that together. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then when you can't see, you don't move. Very just dis- yes. It, dis- it disorients Because you don't really see when you're, so when you're the comedian and the mm-hmm. light's on you, you also don't sometimes see the audience because mm-hmm. it's so bright that it mm-hmm. blacks out everything else. And that's the kind of light they shine on you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking evil. Right. But as a comic, you get you get used to those yeah, lights. Yeah, yeah. And you, 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 but if the first time, you're like. Yeah. It's so scary. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like this. So that on top of nerves. Oh my God. I, I messed up all the jokes. Yeah. But then the last one, I was like, I guess I took a breath or something and I said it correctly oh. and it worked. <gasps> so when I got off, I was like, this was terrible. Yeah. But it was terrible because you were nervous. So the last one worked because you said it right. So all you have to do now is keep working on your nerves. So the mm. first phase was like keep working on your nerves. I was nervous for a long time. Yes, like how, years. how many years? Yeah. Years, yeah. I can't how many? Remember. A long time. Too, yeah. too long. Yeah, seven years I would have mm. diarrhea all day, every Damn. day of my set. And then by year 10, it's gone. Yeah. But seven years. Yeah, I was, I was nervous sick. about that. Like different, yeah. I think seven years in, I got rid of some of the nerves, but still had a significant amount in this. Just still like now it's good. Yeah. Because there was a point like, hey man, you're gonna enjoy this shit. Right. Or not. You know? Right. Yeah, because you reach a level of proficiency where you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So now you can relax a bit on your skill set because you've done mm-hmm. your ten thousand hours, right? So right. by year ten you're like, Oh, maybe maybe this isn't going into the death camp. You know, like you Yeah, we have these Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause what's weird is that I don't think I in you don't always enjoy stand up the first decade. It's usually right. like it's 50 50. Like, mm-hmm. oh God, like I'm gonna, I, you can still bomb. <laughs> yes. Like you can still just wanna die after mm-hmm. the end of a night. You can have great moments, but you forget mm-hmm. those moments if you ate shit at other places. Right. So it's like, oh God. Yeah. Until your batting average gets better. Yeah. Yeah. It's dread. Yeah. Isn't that crazy though? Like what psychos we are that will put ourselves through like, a decade of misery essentially mm-hmm. so that you get over that hump and now you're like, Oh, this is the best. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy to think that you willingly put yourself in front of a firing squad every night for yeah. just uh, forever. Yeah. yeah. And that shit used to hurt. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit used to hurt, you know, but, mm-hmm. but you know, there's a, you have like a goal in sight and you know, it's achievable and you're just like, all right, let's keep doing this. We gotta go back again. You know, sometimes I go to Mike's and they'd be like, there's not enough people cancel the show. I'm like, whew. Yeah. I remember that. You're like, thank God. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah, I tried. I was here. It ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> shit, you see me. Yeah, shit. That, yeah. Nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. Yeah. That's on them. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a coward. Did my job tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you one night, Whitney coming. So, so I showed up to an open mic like that uh-huh. in Silver Lake and 
nobody showed up except mm-hmm. the comics. And I was like, all right, going, <laughs> going to Tom's house. We're going to fuck tonight. You know, like, gives a shit. I'm free. Because Tommy lived down the street and I was uh-huh. 28 or something. Uh-huh. Now, fucking Whitney Cummings, overachiever she is, she's like, let's just workshop it, guys. Oh. And I was like, no, no. Getting out of here. I'm going to go fuck my boyfriend. No. Fucking Whitney. Yeah, and then and you then. had to do it. I didn't did, do it, but I did it because I was like, because I don't want to fucking do jokes in front of comics. Right, right. They don't laugh the way mm-hmm. normal people do. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, fuck you, Whitney. What are you going to become? <laughs> Who are you going to end up being with your work ethic? <laughs> I would have stayed and did it so resentfully. <laughs> I would have done it so resentfully. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, like, thanks. Like, fucking bitch. And then, that's Whitney. hilarious. She's, she was, but she's got that work ethic too. She's she good. She still got that shit. That's right. Yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah. So then, so when do you start getting a little bit of, like, when are you making money as a comic? How long did you, so did you stay at Burger King as you were being coming a stand up? Yeah, I stayed there for a little bit. Yeah. And then at some point, I forgot, like, when I left, but I was just, like, doing it. And then, uh, and then I think, like, in the 90s, like, got on some, like, TV shows and shit like Def Jam, Uptown Comedy You did Club. Def Jam? Yeah, yeah. Google it, Ian Edwards on Def Jam. Hold on, I gotta take a pitch. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hold on. That's you? Yeah. All right, let's watch this. This is Ian on Def... So look at your dress, dude. I still got him in a drawer at home. You do? Yeah. Do you, so how far into comedy are you when you get to do Def Comedy Jam? How far? To be honest, and I'm still, I'm doing, I'm still nervous, even before this and after this, as far as comedy. Like, I'm just like going hard to protect myself on stage. Yeah. Do you remember what your best joke was of that set? Because it's only five minutes Uh, and it had to be TV. No, Jeff Jam, you could be dirty, right? Yeah, you could be dirty. Yeah. Uh, I had some shit about like. It, I had callbacks in this set. Nice. I had a, a whole thing. Like I seen, and I didn't do it on purpose. It's just how I learned comedy. So I had callbacks. And so when you do a TV set, they edit it up, right? Mm. So some people set you see and you're like, damn, they just ruined that person's set. I've seen this person and I know what their set is like. Mm-hmm. So, But because I had callbacks and tines and things that were linked, like most of my TV sets were always aired mostly in entirety. Oh, good. And like it, it was never choppy, like jumping from yes. this joke to that, this joke. So that's what that. I liked about like even this set when you ask about favorite joke. It's like they, they're kind of, I found a way to connect all of them. So it's like, all, it's just one five minute set. Which is very advanced actually. Mm. I mean, do you remember what year you were like? This is 90s for sure. So you'd been. That's really advanced. Can I can I just hear a little bit of him? We cannot play it on the show. No, you don't even open the shit. Mm-hmm. You just take the envelope and throw it in the corner with the rest of the shit. Mm-hmm. If they ask you, did you see our bill? No, we ain't see shit. Because <laughs> we ain't open shit. <laughs> I don't pay nothing. <laughs> I don't pay <laughs> shit. They cut all my shit off. I love it. The light is cut off. <laughs> I just use a match. <laughs> the phone company, I don't pay them shit. They the biggest rip-offs. I'm not bullshitting. They take Yes. I know people with no phone get a phone bill. What the fuck is this? 
<laughs> you crushed. <laughs> yeah. You crushed. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I know it's Def Jam, and I'm like, this is this is my one one of my few shots. So yeah. it's like, 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 let's let's do this. God, you that's I mean? a huge break. Uh-huh. And did you did things shift for you? Like, were you able to now like feature act or? Yeah, it helped a little bit, but there was like, like Def Jam was going down a little bit when I got on. And there's no social media at the time for you mm. to like push it. Like I run into people that remember that set, yeah. But they they couldn't find out where to see me. I know. You know what I mean? It was so hard. Yeah. So it's like that part sucked. Yeah. Remember you make? I used to make flyers, and like come to my Tangier on Friday. <laughs> Tangier. Yeah, yeah. Fucking like what, dude? It's at this restaurant in Los Feliz. Yeah, yes. flyers. Yeah. For that, I made like two hundred. Like printouts or cards, I forgot what you and like mail them to all the agencies, yeah, and the wow. management companies so they could like tune in on that date, like physically mail Good them. Good for you, you know what I'm saying? Did it work? Did no, anybody not at all? Not at all, yeah, nothing. You know, it's funny the stuff that you think is gonna like, psh, mm. like this is it, mm-hmm. it just nothing, right? And then sometimes you'll do a random something, and mm-hmm. that's what gets you the manager, that's what'll get you, right. Yeah, that's funny. And may I see your Apollo? Is the Apollo up there? Yeah, let's see if we can find now, it. Now, yeah. the Apollo, they, do, they don't, do they do the show anymore even? I did this thing, but I did the Apollo like... Oh my God, this is the scariest... The one they didn't tape. But there's a one called the Apollo Comedy Hour that I did. Is that I mean... It? Oh, shit. Is this not the scariest gig in stand-up is the Apollo? Because they will <laughs> boo you. And the guy comes with the fucking broom. Mm-hmm. But you don't look like you got booed. You don't look scared. Because I'm faking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Fake I got, it so I, oh, I, shit. I got, you got the moving. Yeah, I, I know how to come Here. out and like sell it. You know what I'm you saying? You sold it. Your confidence yeah. is like, cr- I can tell. How did you even find this? I can't. I've never even seen this set. <laughs> I just Googled Ian Edwards at the Apollo. Oh, shit. I'm terrible at that. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to rub the log? Did you rub the log? Because it was a TV set. It's not like the... Oh, it's not like the Apollo. It's, it's like it's a guest spot, so gotcha. it's like you know, there's no, yeah, there's no log on this one. I'm like, I'm not like a contestant. So cool. Yeah. Just looking at how terrible I was dressed. All right. I know it's always embarrassing mm-hmm. to look back. Interesting too is that black audiences are different mm-hmm. than white audiences, and you have to learn how to do. Yeah. Every audience. Yeah. And I remember like when I first started headlining, I was with the improvs. They were my manager. Mm-hmm. And they'll send you wherever. Yeah, they don't so give a fuck. I, yeah, I was like, I would do all the, quote, urban rooms. They don't uh-huh. say black, they say urban. And no I'd always be like the one white girl on the calendar. Uh-huh. And that's a whole, it's a whole other fucking dimension yeah. of stand up. Because I think in those rooms, if they smell your fear, mm-hmm blood in the water yeah that's why you see me coming out like that yes like that's and, why and, 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 and <laughs> that's you, why i know what you're and, doing yeah 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 because yeah. <laughs> even if you don't even if you're not killing if your energy is fuck you i'm not afraid of you yeah then they'll respect you right exactly but the minute you're kind of like oh mm-hmm. oh my god dude yeah yeah you had to like especially in new york you just have to come out strong yeah. like that's one of the things that i learned like now Audiences are more educated, just about comedy, period. Yeah. But back then, like a black room, you could kill 10 jokes in a row. You say one, 
that they don't like, they'll boo you. They're done. And they're like, and you're like, Yo, what about the other 10 jokes? <laughs> Come on, y'all. Yeah. That ain't getting no credit. You, it's the worst uh, credit system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's got to be strong, hard all the way through back then. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. yeah. No, you have no fear. Yeah. That's the big secret. That's what I learned with yeah. that. That's interesting. Yeah, because like, anyway, but you're one of those, you can do like everything. You're, you're a crossover. Isn't that what they say? Because sometimes mm -hmm. black comedians get pigeonholed into black audiences, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you have that? Did people say that stuff to you? Because you came up, because I've come up on a time where they're like, mm -hmm. um, you know, your women are only going to like you and you can't be dirty. Women don't like dirty comedians. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was like, I don't give a fuck what women like. I Good. can only say what I like. Right. Whoever likes me, likes me. Yeah, they they there was that time when and it still might be in existence where like you're black so we'll book you in the black rooms all that. But I I started out in white rooms and then I had to learn how to do black rooms cuz then black rooms started popping up mm. because of Def Jam before I was on there and because of the Apollo and all that shit and then I had to learn that and then I had to like combine it and I would mm. do black and white rooms so to make sure that the material worked in both. Mm -hmm. So then, and, and, I, and I want it to be universal anyway. But then you do lose some of the niche, like like black people and some of the white people, but you have a combination of like overall broad, broad of them, but I also still want it to be edgy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, and which will make you lose some black people anyway, because you can't say anything like black people have like a very religious so you have to so there's there's all these nuances just within like comedy and then you have to choose like well i like wanting to be able to talk about anything so yes. i'll take this risk for for whatever color whatever religion whatever you know nationality and then and then you then that you know that's your that's your comedy dna that's so true. You know what I, mean? I know you're talking. I know exactly mm -hmm. what you're talking about. There's just value systems to each group yeah. of people. So if you're like, I identify only as like a female comic, mm -hmm. then I can't shit on women ever. Right. I can't. I can't make fun of fat models. Well, guess what? I fucking hate fat models. <laughs> so this is what I'm gonna talk about, and yes. I can see that I'm turning off like a lot of women, and mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like this. This is who I am, and I can't be beholden right yeah but then you see comics that just go one lane one audience and maybe their values are totally aligned right. i guess maybe. i don't fucking know yeah but we're thinking generally comedians are thinking people like mm -hmm. we're not just all one or the other mm -hmm. but whatever yeah i like i like how you put that because that makes sense it's just like you have to people have different value systems and they're different races and you have to like pick the things or be the things that are you from all those things that yeah. form you as a comic and then just like fuck it you know yeah. and that's a part of like feeling alive yeah that you know you made these choices regardless you know and that's who you are going to be and that that's that just like that just feels good yeah you know because everybody's fighting to be themselves right gosh and it, it, why it, is it so hard though like that the, and, yeah. and when you become a comedian that's mm -hmm. really the struggle is is really drilling down and yes. being like what's the, well now what do i really think mm -hmm. that's bullshit that's what i think i should say right. what should i fucking say right here right like look how much Oof. you got out of being you like right. finally being you be, you know what right. i'm saying like <laughs> right. like it's, right. it's like it's like you you know 
you're just glad you listen to your instincts. Me, I'm glad I listen to my instincts. Yeah. Joe, Tom, just anybody. It's just like, and even in any field, but in comedy, being yourself is put in front of your face every set. Mm. And you have to make that choice on a set-by-set basis until you become who you're supposed to be. Unless mm. some people, and there are some comics that, choose not to be who they're supposed to be and it might still work out for them yeah like financially but i'm glad the way comedy just forced me more to be me yeah you know me what i mean too. because being me got me into this yeah so i have to stay me through this shit oh my god you know dude you just made you do i just had a fucking big epiphany no worries. yeah because you're like if that if being me is what got me to have other people be like, hey, you're funny, you should do mm-hmm. this, then I should probably just keep doing that. Yeah. But the temptation is what you just said when you first start stand-up, is mm-hmm. to be what you think other people want you to be, or you want approval. Yeah, And you want results. You want results. So then, yeah. like, comedy's also about results and laughter. So then there's this temptation, and I've felt, succumb to it, to not be me, you know, yeah. just to win. Yeah, just to win. But yeah. then, it's like... <sighs> It's like your parents in the refugee camp, like yeah. they they followed the the siren of like what they really wanted. So they stayed in the camp for two years. That's a long yeah. fucking time. Yeah. You know, when you're supposed to be on your way to this place to, to wait and then stick to it. And so it's like, I'm trying to get to this place. So I have to stick to this, even though these go, these results are over here. But this, if I get the results that way, I will feel fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it has to be the way I want it. That's true because I'm friends with comics who I I'm yeah, they mm-hmm. they do what they think they should do and then you get really successful that way. Mm-hmm. And then like let's say your thing is like you're the funny hat comic mm-hmm. and you make your living as the silly hat guy. Well, guess what? Now you're going to have to wear that fucking hat on the tonight <laughs> show. You have to wear that fucking hat. Uh-huh. All, you know what I mean? If right. you if you build it on a false premise. Yeah, on yeah. a gimmick. Like, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, or just values that you don't agree with. That's yes, going to be trouble. Values that you don't agree with. And anyway, one of the cool things too about comedy, it's funny because everybody is like non-binary and you know talking about like their gender. And I, mm-hmm. the other day, I was talking to this kid, and mm-hmm. I was like trying to understand his pronouns. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Holy shit, dude! I think I, I think I'm non-binary because <laughs> because like I don't, I've never felt." all a female woman i'm not mm-hmm. saying that i'm identifying sexually right. i'm heterosexual but in my soul mm-hmm. i've never just been a woman do you right. know what i mean i felt like i could say and do whatever i fucking want because mm-hmm. i'm above the expectations of what society wants from me and right. i like that with comedy because you can transcend your physical appearance right if the audience loves you they don't give a fuck what package you're in right and that's like the coolest because I wanted to be in the boys' world. I always liked what the boys oh, were doing. Shit. And I'm never going to be a boy. I don't want to be a boy. Mm-hmm. But it's cool, you know? Yeah, you just gave me chills on that. Really? Yeah, because it connected when you were talking about, like, you're a woman, so you're not supposed to talk about fat models, yeah. but you want to. And, like, like I, it, you know, that helps me understand what you just said. Like, that, like, it's uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're you're... You're non-binary in a <laughs> mentally or spiritually, right? Yes, but yes. not like gender. I, G- yeah, 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 yeah. I'm kind of a citizen of the of every. I try to be understanding of every mm-hmm. whatever. Right. 
We're just meat vessels, different meat meat shapes. Yeah, yeah. Same shit, different toilet. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I got to go, but this has been such an amazing discussion, Ian, and I can't wait for you to move to Austin, mm -hmm. and you're going to be in Studio Jeans all the time. All right. We're going to do our, what did the patois <laughs> lady, patois? Patois wheel of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to build a set for that so you can come back and do that. Is there anything you want to plug? My goodness. Like uh, just go to, go to my Instagram at Ian Edwards Comic and my link tree has all my dates. I'm going to add more, but, you know, just follow me on there. And God, just, you're I don't so fuck funny. with TikTok as much. Yeah, but I, uh, you know, but just go to add Ian Edwards comic on Instagram. And just oh, you guys have to there. see him live. He's absolutely mm -hmm. hilarious. Thank you so much for being here, Ian. Thanks for having me. You're the best, dude. Uh, you're the best. All right, until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my moms? Where my moms? Where my moms at? Where my moms at?